Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gents. We're here for episode 21 of a Grey Wolf footy, Fitzy. And I'm um, here with Fitzy, the man himself. Um, how are you? I'm good now. That was a really good introduction. And fun fact of the Grey Wolf Network, we've actually just overtaken season one of Grey Wolf Hoops in terms of episode numbers, Gracie. We've made it to episode 21, which is a good milestone considering the year we've had. But I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Yeah, going well. And yeah, sorry about the intro. It's been a little while since I've done one. So. <laughs> I love it. Um, but no, we've, uh, we're at the exciting time, Fitzy. We've got a couple of ripper prelims and we had a couple of games on the weekend that um, one went the way we thought, but the other one um, we'll get right stuck into that, yeah, probably surprised most of the footy world, um, I reckon, Fitzy. So yeah, especially for uh, Geelong supporters that tip against their team, yeah. it would have shocked the footy world. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the, uh, the first game, which was Richmond taking on St Kilda. And as you sort of alluded to there, it's sort of the result we were expecting to happen. Uh, the Tigers got the job done by five goals in the end, and they've sort of continued on their merry way, which makes a very interesting matchup against Port Adelaide this weekend, which we'll talk about shortly. But what was your take on the Richmond-St Kilda game? I know we didn't think the Saints were going to be able to sort of take them on and, and get that win. But I think it's a big tick and a big sort of step in the right direction for St Kilda. Yeah, yeah, I think um, they're always undermanned. And I think even if you have had those three players back in, like Ryder would have been massive. Carlisle definitely down back because um, obviously Lynch dominated. And um, even like someone like a Jade Gresham in the forward line would have yeah. helped as well. Yep. So they were a few men down and look, look Ben Long will... Obviously, probably um, be hurting about that one all preseason, and you know, hopefully, he comes out and has a good, uh, good preseason and and backs up and like he had a pretty good year this year. So, um, the only probably disappointing thing for mine was was Bradley Hill for the year. Fitz, mm. he just sort of plotted along for a bloke that's on eight hundred k plus a year. Yeah, yeah. he needs to do more than what he did this year. So, and he was disappointing on on Friday night. He just didn't have that run and carry. He was. Not what we thought he would be, I don't think, and um, and yeah, but look, you know, it's promising signs for the Saints. We sort of didn't really get on the bandwagon too much for the year, but nope. look, there's still some guys there that you know have come from other clubs that I'm still a bit iffy about, and um, like they've got great young kids. Um, don't get me wrong, they got probably some of the best mm. kids in the league um, at the moment. So keep going. The, the their biggest recruit was. Um, uh, down back, who am I thinking of? Dougal Howard. That's the one. Dude. I, I mentioned him last week. He did. How could I forget him? But um, no, nah, he's probably been there almost their recruit of the season. Yeah, I yeah. reckon for mine. So yeah, um, he's been pretty good. But um, no, I think Richmond just did what what they normally do. Fitzy, you know, Lynch come back and he kicked two goals, five. Um, you know, it could have been a lot worse um, for them. Mm. But I suppose um, what's your take, Fitzy? There, we, we see the uh, the unsociable Tigers. Yeah, uh, coming out now, and you know, Matty Lloyd's come out and said, you know, who cares if that if yeah. it gets your wins and wins yeah. your premiership? Obviously, you don't cross the line too much, but no, um, you know, Hawks did it well and and got you know four premierships out yeah. of it. So oh, I'm a bit. I'm a bit uh, on the fence with that one. I think it, it's a, it's not a great look when you you know like the, when Cochin tackled Zach Jones and might as well have just slung him by the neck onto the yep. ground. And obviously there was the the incident with Lynch. But at the end of the day, who gives a gives a turd if you? Winning football games, you're out there. To, you're not out there to, to win the media. You're out yeah, there to, to win yeah. games of football, and win premiership. So, you know, I say whatever it takes for yep. for the Tigers. Yep. Um, I used to love a bit of that when I was playing. It was a little bit <laughs> a borderline, but yeah. um, yeah, I think fair enough. Whatever gets them the win, gets them the win, uh, Gracie. But it was probably like we sort of said, it was a, a game that went the way we expected. And the big problem I think for St Kilda is they're really missing a core group of A-grade players, aren't they? Like, Jack Steele took that huge step up. Rowan Marshall's been great this year. You'd say, you know, Dan Butler was a great recruit, but Seb Ross has taken a bit of a step back this year. And, you know, Dan Hanabry hasn't been anything they wanted. You already mentioned Brad Hill. They're sort of really missing a couple of 
bona fide superstars. Like you look at, you know, you look at uh, Richmond when you know Rewalt's having a down game, Lynch kicks a kicks a bag, and they got Hooley coming out of the back line, Jaden yeah. Short, you know, Dusty, even Shane Edwards is a reliable midfielder nowadays. So that's sort of the the uh, yeah. I guess the standard at the moment anyway for for teams like that. Yeah. But a big tick for for St Kilda, probably a few question marks. You know, they had a, you know four or five guys out of their best best twenty two that could have made a difference. But yeah. I'd say we'll see them probably pushing yeah. top eight again next uh, year. I think the other thing Fitzy is you don't kick straight in finals and you don't win. It's yeah, yep. happened at Geelong the first week. It's happened to St Kilda the second week. Who's it going to happen to this week? So true. Yep. Um, you know, there seems to be a trend there that one team is getting hurt by by King and some of their goals that they miss, like um, King missed three easy goals that mm. you would expect him to kick. That you know, you turn those three, they're all of a sudden within a couple of goals. So. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things you could take out of that for St Kilda, but yeah, they're they're ball kicking in front of goal, and well, it's probably just pressure of a final coming up yeah. against the reigning premier. That you know you have these shots and and the pressure gets to you, so makes a difference, um, doesn't it? But yeah, as you said, Saints have got a, a fair bit to look forward to, and I think they'll do do a bit of little bit of recruiting, not too much. They'll obviously um, just get another preseason into some of these kids, and yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if King comes back with a bit more weight on and muscle, and and yep. you know, you could quite easily see him winning a Coleman in yeah. Um, yeah, agreed. In, in the future. So. Definitely. And that, it is the youth that you've touched on already that really stands out. And, you know, a couple of got some very good defenders, Hunter Clark getting around. And, you know, and as you said before, Gresham still has to come back into that team. If you're the St. Kilda list manager at the at the preseason or the offseason, who are you trying to target out of all these sort of rumoured free agents? Anyone in particular? Think, or just well, well, the rumour is that Carlisle's going to be leaving. Um, yep. I don't know how certain that is. It's obviously everything's rumours at this stage. But I think they need another, another tall down back. Um, yep. Obviously, Howard's good. And um, they got some other guys there, but um, I think another sort of dominant key back, whether they sort of you know tried to go after a, a hooker or someone from Essendon mm. um, that could play down yep. back, or you know a big coot would be Hurley. Um, obviously, there's a lot of Essendon players that are a bit um, disgruntled at yeah, the moment, so Essendon true. have got a few few issues around. But um, look, there'll be there'll be guys out there that they'll they'll be able to pick up from from other clubs. It always happens. GWS have got a, a bit of a squeeze on the salary cap, so mm, who knows true. what's going to happen there. So, yep. But, yeah, I think a, another key backman for me, I think everything else isn't too bad. Maybe a little bit of support for, for King up forward, but I think you put Gresham back up there and, you know, you have Billings floating around and things like that. I think mm. you could still kick enough goals. But, yeah, yep. um, yeah, I think because, yeah, me- memory for mine, I, I don't know about memories. He's got the talent. Like we've seen him rip games apart, but then yeah. he just has too many games where he just doesn't contribute that much. Yeah, they got a few. And Dean mm. Kent's another guy like that, isn't he? Just you know, players from other clubs that yeah. have come yep. across to try and prove a point, but yep. probably yeah. really haven't. Well, they actually remind me a lot of um, North Melbourne 14 when we made a couple of prelim finals, but without some absolute bona fide stars. And the, you know, the kids were coming through, and unfortunately, they didn't really develop a lot of them, as yep. you've seen by the list clean outs. But um, yeah, lots to like for St Kilda and, and Richmond are just continuing on their merry way. But let's talk about the game that I want to chat about, which is Geelong absolutely dismantling Collingwood. And this was a was this a result you saw coming in any way, shape, or form? No, I, I didn't expect us to uh, win at all, to be honest. Um, and that's why I tipped against us. But <laughs> um, you know, I think. You look at it and, and uh, you know, Collingwood probably played their grand final against West Coast. The, the trip from Perth to, and I will give it to Collingwood, trip from Perth to Brisbane would have to be the worst one yeah. to back up yep. then for a, a semi-final. Um, but for me, like Grundy, oh, there's big question marks there, Fitzy, of what what's happened to Brody Grundy in cooked. the second half of the year. Like, he's, just, he's, he's just cooked. Like, he's gone from the most dominant ruckman. Like, he was probably, you'd pick him over Gorn at one stage, yeah. and all of a sudden, you're probably picking guys like Goldstein and 
Um, definitely Nick Nat. Even I'd pick Riley O'Brien over Grundy at the moment. Yeah. Like yep. they're sort of your, your next tier down, but Grundy's just fallen off the face of the earth. Stanley made him look like second rate. Like mm. Stanley was pushing forward. He kicked a goal early. And I think that just sort of set the tone, you know, when your opposition Ruckman can just float mm. down. He had no man. Even against Darcy Cameron, like uh, there was one footy early in the first quarter where Stanley kicked that goal that he just ran from the centre bounce free kick and he was on just his kept own. Going. Like yeah. it's yep. no one followed him. Cox obviously, you know, didn't didn't fire up or anything like nah, that. No. Nah. Um Degoe didn't do much. Yeah, there was a lot of passages, unfortunately, for yeah, Collingwood. It's so. just, they just looked, they looked like they were bucket. They yeah. didn't even look like they come to play. And like Geelong played their game style, which you know has got them undone a bit, where they like to possess the ball so yeah. much. But Collingwood just couldn't keep up up yeah. with them. They'd switch it. They, they always switch it through Stewart, yeah. and then that's it's just gone. Like yeah. Collingwood was just there too was slow a, to react. There was, a, there was a big thing. I don't know if you've seen in the national anthem where. Chris Scott sort of, you know, punched his fist towards Selwood and I think that was the message to hit him hard yeah, early. Yeah, go and, for it. Yeah. And and just cook him and and we did. We yeah. hit him early and um, just the the tackle pressure from Geelong was just insane. Yeah. Um, yep. Even you know you saw Dangerfield get a, a free kick in the forward pocket from just just hunting and mm. and just not giving Collingwood a an easy out yeah. and that was the thing it, it sort of opened up a little bit in the in the fourth quarter I think Collingwood kicked four goals in the fourth yeah, quarter took but, the foot off the gas a bit um, it sort of opened up a little bit but you could see Geelong just had that squeeze on all over the ground mm. even when they did move there was a couple of times where Collingwood did move it quick that um, you know one their execution let them down but Geelong were able to transition quicker than what they have been in previous weeks so mm. it'll be it'll be interesting um, obviously makes an exciting matchup for this week but um, definitely didn't expect that Fitzy and no you know, Dangerfield going forward was probably a masterpiece in the end because yeah. it definitely freed up Hawkins. You know, Rome was up and about. You know, Gaz was, you know, you worry about Dangerfield, but then you got to worry about Gaz up there and, mm. you know, Hawkins and then Gary Rowan and, like, those guys just yeah, sort of got freed so up a little bit. so much to it, bit, isn't so. it? Yeah, no, you're, you're right. But Dangerfield was just crashing through everything. He looked unreal. And, I mean, if he plays that way, like, I think they're going to go a long way in the next couple of weeks, Geelong, to winning that, that grand final, that premiership they're looking for. But it was a great performance across the board, and they just controlled that entire game. But I really think fatigue played into it a lot with Collingwood and obviously a few guys missing from the best 22. You know, guys have relied on, as you've said, Grundy was just nowhere. A lot of guys had a very quiet game. Pendlebury was off for a bit of the game randomly as well. So it just wasn't quite the Collingwood that we're used to. But I think they're a bit of a victim of the situation of the season too. Like, you know, Collingwood's a team that's barely travelled. We, we spoke about this with a few Collingwood supporters, if you remember. Last year they travelled out of Melbourne for three games during the regular season. And here they are having to travel all around the country. I just don't think it's something they're used to. You know, yeah. this has been a strange yeah. year, of course. But I think that's what ended up happening to like Grundy was just, he yeah. was done. It was I, think, I think you find that and, and a lot of like, obviously at the start of the year, Geelong had that amazing run. After they lost the first mm. game, but they went on that amazing run. But they um, they were putting a lot into their recovery. Like you'd see yep. them next day, they're at the spas, at the you know all those the pools and everything. And you saw um, there's you know they had updates every week of them doing recovery. And and I think you know teams that that took the time and spent the money on going to those places, yeah. I think are starting to yep. pay you know pay dividends now yeah, at the end of the year. That, so sure. obviously Port and Brisbane, as we've said, have, have probably had more chance to be at home. Uh, Brisbane definitely have Port haven't as much but they still have been home more than the Victorian mm. clubs so um, but I uh, think funny thing I saw on Twitter Fitz is uh, someone else said it's Brisbane's to lose because they yeah. haven't 
gone out of Brisbane and it's true. all the Brisbane supporters jumped on and said, oh, well, what about every other year when Victorian clubs don't travel into states? Like, well, they travel in, or they play 11 away games yeah, yeah. when it's a 22-round season, so they still travel into state. Mm. It's just the fact that majority of the clubs are in Victoria. So, yeah, I know. It's, um, it's, it's kind of funny that, like, you know, they, every team still gets their 11 home games, yeah, um, especially the interstate teams get 11 yeah. at their home ground, whereas, you know, a team like Geelong has to play some at the G, which, you know, I'd prefer us to play at the G because that's mm. where you got to win the grand final. So, um, you know, in like Carlton, they don't technically have home ground. They play at the G and, and yep. Marvel, um, same as Collingwood. So it's it's good to be in your, I guess, hometown. So Yeah, of course. Um, just sounds like a bunch of defensive Brisbane supporters. I think, <laughs> I think so. I think they're just trying to get on the defensive yeah. maybe. But, yeah, but um, no, it was, it was good to see. And, you know, with, with Dangerfield going forward, someone like a Mitch Duncan really stepped up. Fitzy went 30 touches at 94% Jeez. efficiency. So Not bad. Um, when he's up and about and Guthrie and Menangola, then you've got the luxury of putting Dangerfield in the forward line. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. yeah. It's a solid team across yeah. the board, isn't it? And Very much. This is probably the year they need to get it done, though. Obviously, you know, we want to see Gaz win another one, but it's all coming together nicely for them. But on the Collingwood side of things, and I've told you this already, and you know that we watched, Ash and I watched the game with her family who are all Collingwood supporters, and they were all in bed by three-quarter time, which was quite funny. But, look, there's been a lot of rumours, and there always is about Collingwood. Like, they're going after Ben Brown pretty hard. Goey wants to get paid a million bucks. Like, there's just so many rumours and that going around. Do you think – and obviously, like, the thing with Collingwood, they've had a lot of off-field dramas this year as well, you could say, like, you know, Eddie with his big mouth and all that. And I know a couple of uh, Collingwood supporters who think Buckley needs to go because, I mean, it's been 10 years they won that premiership, which was handed to him by Malthouse, essentially. Um, and actually, Malthouse did win it, didn't he? Then he left the year after. Yeah. So, anyway, what do Collingwood need to do to get back to that sort of form? Like, they're a solid team across the board, but it just it just hasn't happened for them, has it? Yeah, they haven't had a key decent key forward, I don't think, since then either. Mm. So, like, they had cloak um, which you know he was not not the best key forward but he'd still kick you 40 to 50 goals a year which is what you need yeah. for, a, for a, a, a premiership tilt so I think they got to go out and get yeah a Gunston or a Brown um, someone like that and then you know I'm sure they'll have a crack at Cameron um, is another another one that's looking like leaving at GWS so um, and then look get Howe back you know how like Roughhead's a good defender yeah how's a huge out wasn't he um, amazing but um, you know, Quainall looked quite good. He was probably the only Collingwood player that looked good on Saturday night. He's he's running carry, so he'll be better better for that. Mm. And they they've drafted well with him. Mm. Um, I see Sharonberg's unfortunately being delisted today. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's I oh know it's a t- it's a tough one because what do you do with Mason Cox? For me, I think you I think you just got to get rid of him. I, I don't see yeah. him winning you. Like, yeah, he played well against West Coast, but I don't see him winning your flag. No, I agree with that. And then you've got to look at a normal 22-game season. You know, he struggles to kick 20 goals for the year. You slot Ben Brand in there and there's a guaranteed 50 for the year. Like, that makes a massive difference. Mm-hmm. But the problem they're probably going to have is if they want to go and get Brown at half a mil a year or whatever it is, like, how are they going to pay to go yeah. How are they going to pay a lot of these other guys? And like my, it's, check, my check's going to be check, due for at least yeah, 600 a year. Coming off his rookie contract yep. as well. and. Yep. It gets a bit muddled for Collingwood, doesn't it? Yeah. But if I was Collingwood, I'd get rid of to go. He's the most overrated player in the AFL. I'd probably have to agree yeah, with that. Yeah, the yeah. comparisons to your Dusty's. Let, him, are just let him go. Let him go to Gold Coast and get his a million dollars a year because Gold yeah. Coast will probably pay that. Yeah, yeah, um, yep. And yeah, just just let him go. Yeah, he's, he's the not, guy. He's not. Yeah, he, he ripped Geelong apart in that earlier in the year, but. Oh, he just you can't pay him a million bucks nah, based off that, can nah, you? Nah. No, I agree with you there. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky one, but if he wants that, he'll walk. I'm yeah. sure. Like, you know, to, to me, at the moment, to go is in that in that space of where um, 
Stevie J was before Stevie J became yeah. a superstar. Because Stevie was seemed like you know he probably had a bit more off field issues. You know, obviously Dugowie has had some off field issues, yep. but Dugowie needs to you know go take some time away and come yep. back and say, look, you know, if I want to be an A grade player, I need to put in the work. And of course, yeah. If he doesn't yep. do it, get rid of him. Like, yeah. you know, Geelong kept Stevie J, and it turned out wonders for them. But they really put the foot down on mm. him, and I think. Collingwood need to be a bit more strict with some of their players, I think. I yeah, think I'll agree with that. A few of them yep. just, you know, go about their business to get a game and, and probably don't put in the, the hard mm. yard. You know, Jaden Stevenson, Fitzy's just fallen off the planet. Yeah, He's another one. crazy that, isn't it? Um, you know, won the rising star and was, the, you know, looking like to be the new um, the new type of full forward, you know, mm. the, the speed out of the goal square, um, smaller f- smaller full forward. So, yep, yep. But yeah, there's a lot. Uh, Collingwood's going to have to do a lot over the off-season to yeah, probably get agreed. back to a to a semi-final. Yeah, and yeah, no, I agree with that. And they look, we've all, we've often talked about, and even just personally in the past, about how the depth it just gets them over the line. But this year, I think it's exposed them a little bit, hasn't it? You lose how, like, that's a massive hold. And side bottoms and miss so much football. And, you know, Grundy just, I think he just didn't get that break. Like they pl- I was surprised they played him through the whole season. Yeah. That arrest, like it's yep. just, just crazy. But they it had really to though because the they were at the start of the year they were flying, and then they got the injuries and started losing, and they they couldn't drop him because mm. you know they only they only made the finals by they scraped in, didn't they? Half a game or a game yeah. and a half or something. So you know if they had dropped another game during the year, they probably might not have made finals at all. So yeah, exactly right. But it's going to be a big off season, particularly for calling with a few players there. And we'll talk about some off season rumors shortly. But it has set up a couple of ripping prelim finals, Gracie, and we'll preview those right now. We've got the Friday night game, Port Adelaide taking on Richmond. I know you're a big Richmond man in terms of their premiership hopes, but uh, do you think <laughs> Port Adelaide can keep their little train going and, and get the win? No, I don't. I think for mine, you got to you got to look at it. And I saw this the other night. Richmond had, I think they had Noah Bolter out, Edwards, uh, was Lynch, Lynch might have been out. Yeah, yep. Um, Cochin, um, Asprey. There was one other. Mm. There was six players missing yeah. from when they played Port last time, and they only lost by eighteen points. Yeah, I remember that was not even that long. Yeah, ago, wasn't so it? There, yeah. there was six Premiership players that were missing. Noel Bolter's obviously key. Yeah, Charlie Dixon. Yep. Um, Shane Edwards, like he he come back in and had twenty touches and kicked two goals on the weekend, and mm. and the game before that he was just as effective. So oh, I just think it's a different Richmond team. Um, you know, there's probably a couple of changes, and you know, we've seen. I think I seen the a um, press conference by I think it might have been Robbie. They were interviewing Robbie Gray, and Robbie said, "You know, we didn't have like Wines and Rockliffe weren't in the form that they are now, but yep. they still had them." Um, yep, yep. And for mine, you know, you add those six Premiership players into a Richmond side, it's, yeah, it's a huge difference. It's isn't a it? massive difference. So for me, it's going to be like your Motlops um, and the kids that are mm. going to have to really step up to beat Richmond because yeah. Richmond's bottom six will be better than Port Adelaide's yep. bottom six. Good call. Um, yeah. And I think Port, I think Richmond will win quite comfortably. Yeah, okay. So honest. obviously Port Adelaide have got the advantage of it being yeah. at their home ground if we've yep. ever had a home ground advantage this season. But yep. do you think that's what it's going to take for Port Adelaide to win is that bottom six to really play their best I think game? so. And they're going to have to play ugly footy. They're going to have to match Richmond with the hardness because yeah. Richmond will come out and they will play dirty footy. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll be the unsociable Tigers yep. again, no doubt. And, you know, you've, you've got to give it back to them. Like, you can't just let them, you yeah. know, come through and, you know, let... You know, if Cochin does that to you, one of your poor players, go yeah, after him. Fly like, flag, like, yeah. yeah. don't yep. obviously do too much to get suspended. But, you know, a few players... Like, that was quite disappointing from 
St Kilda point of view, seeing that that, Saw that yeah. I think one player Deary was I think, the only one. Yeah, went yeah. went to Cochin and then all of a sudden there was four Richmond players, mm. five Richmond players under Geary. Like there was no other Saints players that went up and you know, it's just things little things like that that if you know a Richmond player does that to a poor player, they just need to get up on them. Yeah, get yeah. up on them and, and, and do it back. Like you're gonna give away a free kick, yeah, but you know, it's it's asserting that I guess authority in the and that you're here to yeah. you're here to compete against them. So um yeah, I think Everywhere else on the ground, Richmond's probably got them covered, I think. So it's definitely your, your Motlops and, and those younger kids. Pal Pepper's probably another one that's yeah. going to have Questions to asked. Up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he stood up against Geelong quite well. He was quite in and hard and under because they're, they're going to have to be nice now. Cause you know, Cochin and Martin are going to yeah. be in there and, and getting those hard balls um, from the centre bounce. So I think it's going to be... I think, be, yeah. I think, I think Richmond are Richmond favourites. Uh, no, they're not actually. Their yeah. Port Adelaide is a dollar eighty-five, Richmond a dollar ninety-five. So they're very tough to split. Yeah. You think that'll yeah. come in a bit yeah. closer to the game? Yeah, but no, I think I think Richmond will win by about three to four goals. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll back the Tigers in too, Gracie. I think that experience is just going to get them over the line. Like you know, that's that's a massive thing in in football, especially finals football. Yep. But yeah, that's going to be the big thing. That'll be the big challenge for Port Adelaide is can they match Richmond? Yeah, you're exactly right. I think they'll feast off the crowd, thirty thousand booing them every time they get the ball. I think. Yep. I love that the Tigers. I think they'll just come out. They'll be ready to play. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting response by Port Adelaide, and they've yeah. got the players who can do it. Like Ollie Wines, you know, he's built like a brick. You know what? And and Pal Pepper, as you mentioned, they've got the nuts who can go and match it with these guys. But they need to come out and make a statement. They yep. really need to come out and just make them look silly, like what Brisbane did to Richmond there a couple of weeks ago. Like yep. they just came out and out on the blocks. So they were just yep. ready to play. And by the time the Tigers sort of went, oh geez, we better get into gear. It was it was too late. So yep. I think that's the way that Port Adelaide is going to have to win this one. Yep. But geez, it's going to be a fair effort to get over the Tigers. Yeah, yeah, I think so, and I think you'll you'll find. I think whoever wins this game is going to be um, out of the two games. Whoever wins this one is going to be like struggle the most going into the grand final because it's going to be this will be a harder game yep. than, than the one Saturday night. I think yeah. um, with tackles and and, and stuff like and that. And not to mention this one, the other games played at the Gabba too, so that's where they're going to have to be. So you know, extra day of yep. recovery, no travel, that kind of thing. Yep. So it's a very good point. It's going to be a hard slog. I hope it's a nice uh, nice and close game, but I think I'll back the Tigers in. I reckon I'll go two goals. I reckon it'll be a little yep. bit closer, but I think Port will come to play, but I reckon there'll be a point maybe in the third quarter where the Tigers just go, yeah, it's time to, time to win it, just with that experience they've got. They've been there, done that. They know what they're doing. Yep. Yeah. But let's move on to the Saturday game, Grace. I'm very keen for your analysis on this one. <laughs> your Geelong are taking on Brisbane Lions. This is going to be a good one. You versus Nettie. You versus our buddy Flabbers. This is going to be a good matchup, actually. I'm very keen to watch it. The Lions are looking good. They looked unreal the other week against the Tigers. But Geelong, man, they're bringing some big form into this game. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 going to be a big matchup. Um, oh, I'm, oh, I can just picture it now. If Brisbane win, I'm going to get a message from Flabbers straight away. <laughs> The old uh, bandwagon supporter clubbers. <laughs> but um, no, we love him. But uh, no, I think um, the key for mine here in this game, Fitzy, is Geelong have to stop Charlie Cameron because every, I think I was reading last night, he's kicked 13 goals in the last three games or four yep. games against Geelong. So um, yeah, he's if you stop Cameron, I think that goes a long way to, to winning it. But they got to do the same as last week. they got to come out and, and, and hit him hard. And I, yep. To be honest, I think having... Played the extra game will help Geelong. I think if we had had the week off, I don't think it would have helped us. So yeah, yep. I think like we're a team, and you know our record shows that we're no good after a bye having a week off. Mm. So I think um, having that playing that extra game, yeah, you know you've you've got to have that recovery and stuff. But I think you know we've been up there most of the year that we're pretty good with our recovery. Mm. That I think that extra game will help. 
Um, you know, it's, it'll be interesting because when we played them last time, we beat them and Dangerfield played 90% midfield. So um, it's it's going to be interesting whether he goes goes forward. Yeah, yep. Perfect matchup I did read was uh, Darcy Gardner, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. They said they're about the same height, same weight. So, yep. um, and they, they were showing Gardner's stats um, on, on, you know, pretty big key forwards there throughout the last couple of years and he's taken some big scalps in Buddy and mm. and Ben Brown and those sort of guys. So yep. it's um you know, Kennedy, the bit, Kennedy and Darling. Yeah. He's a he's a quite achiever. So um you know Garner to Dangerfield and then Harris Andrews to, to Hawkins I think yeah, be the matchups. Be the matchups. So but um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see who plays on on, on Cameron. I think someone like a Jed Buse might go to him or a Mark O'Connor. Yeah, um, someone who can match him for speed. Like yeah, that's the hard part, yeah. isn't it? So, I, I think abuse to start with, and then and then there'll, there'll be a lot of support around with with Harry Taylor and yeah, Henderson yep. and Stewart and guys like that. So, um, but we'll see. You know, there, there was talks that they might bring in Radagalia in into the side. Um, but yeah, I think you stick with the same team. I think yep. it was a mastermind move bringing Sam Simpson in. He, he had yeah. an absolute ripper game. On Saturday night, so um, that was good to good to see. So, but yeah, I'm um, tipping wise, Fitzy, I'm I am going to go Brisbane. Yeah, though. okay, yeah. all right, yeah. no, fair enough. That's yeah. a uh, fair Only analysis. Jo- I, th- I think it'll be a goal. In yeah, it. and you think, uh, and we've spoken about it already, like the fact of the being at home, that you know recovery. Yeah, I think so. It'll play into it a bit, I think. And and Jeremy, yeah, uh, not Jeremy Cameron, Charlie Cameron warriors yep. the absolute hell out of me. So yeah, it's probably um, probably a weakness. And then, like, I mean, you, you know, you look at small forwards in the league right now. I mean, he's probably one of the higher quality ones in terms of goal kicking and you know that's probably one area where maybe Geelong lack a bit the small yep. defenders who are quick and can sort of match it with him like they're all college Asney's another one they're all sort of traditional small one-on-one defenders aren't they so that'll be a massive massive challenge for them but I, I find this, this game even a bit harder to tip than the other one I reckon I, yep. I think I'm going to have to go Brisbane as much yep. as I'd love to see Gaz win another premiership that would make me very happy but yep. I just think I mean I just think it's just all lining up for Brisbane. If they're ever going to win one, it's this year. It has yeah. to be this year. So I think I might tip the Lions, yeah. but I think it should be a good game. Yeah, like I said, I think it'll be a goal in it, but I just think Brisbane will, as we said against when they played Richmond, if they're up at, you know, half time, they'll win. Yeah, they'll get so off line. I think yeah. that's the big thing. If, if Geelong's up at half time, then, then yeah, it's, it's going to go down to the wire yeah. and, and you might see Geelong win, but... I suppose, Fitz, a big question is if Brisbane lose, what's the Monday headline? Oh. Sunday headline? Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. Does, does the uh, does the old Port Adelaide choke oh. come out? Oh, I don't know. Like it, is I that too that, big of a call? It might be, I reckon, for them. I reckon yeah. for the Lions. But then again, I mean, they went out in straight sets last year. Like, they were up and about top four yeah. last year, the top four this year. And I'm going to compare back to that North Melbourne side, made two prelims and we got ripped yeah. apart in the paper because yeah. you know we weren't good enough here's a team that's finished top four two years in a row but do Brisbane yeah. people care enough about it <laughs> probably the other question well, will be some yeah. NRL story probably but um, yeah if it's, it'll be interesting to see the headlines if, if they do lose and you know look their, their game against Richmond's probably you know if they had a lost that and then obviously won last week against yeah. uh, yep. who they played St Kilda yep. um, and then if you know getting through this week they would have played uh, Port and then lost that I think would have been a different, yeah, different, story. different story. Only beating um, St Kilda in the finals. and yeah, It's not a good sign, yeah. isn't it, really? But, like, the stars are really are in a line for, for Brisbane this year, I feel. So, so it sounds like we're both tipping the same. It'd be a uh, Richmond-Brisbane grand final if all goes to plan. But you know yeah. what happened last time? We uh, got none of them right. And yeah. <laughs> it might be Port Adelaide. I'm happy Geelong. if my tips aren't right this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, i tell you what. I will say this. I think we have ended up with basically the top four best sides in the league this year yeah. playing off yeah. for, for a grand final spot. And finally, enough, three of them are Cats. I think 
and that's kind of cool too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a great weekend of footy, Grace. And I'm keen just to watch some grand final and um, – yeah, it's, I can't believe we actually got here. I thought he was looking pretty oh, bad at one not point. Yet. There's cases, well, there's new just, cases coming up. You just never know. As long as those guys <laughs> from Shepparton stay out of the way. Or New South Wales. Yeah. Oh, it's going crazy. But let's, so, again, we're going Brisbane and Richmond grand final. And I'm keen just to see whoever it is. I'm, I'm looking forward to a night grand final yeah. too. And hey, yeah. did you see that they're taking some turf from the MCG up for I, it as well? I read it. What's your um, thoughts on that? Before. Yeah, oh, it's not a bad move, you know. Tr- keep the tradition there. A bit of the MCG is still there. So Yep, yep. Yeah, I don't... Don't, don't mind, mind it. it. Yeah, as long as no one you know hurts himself on that bit of turf. But <laughs> imagine that. Yeah, yeah. I did forget Jeez. to mention before, Fitzy. We got to talk about the Brownlow. The Brownlows this. Oh, this yeah. Sunday. We'll do something for the Brownlow once we we, we work out what that is. But um, yeah. so we're gonna we get any hot tips for the Brownlow? We we sticking with Lockie Neal or is there a good danger? I'm going. I'm, I'm going Travis Boak. Travis Boak. I don't Just because I've that. got money on him. Oh, well, yeah. of course you do. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, folks, I think I think Neil Neil will probably win like all, all the stats. But we've seen that before. We saw it the yeah. year that Fife won it. No. No one had Fife winning it at all. So, mm, mm. Um, yeah, it's. I think um, I think Boak could be a, a sneaky chance yeah, okay. and he'll win me a little bit of money. So Yeah, well, that's nothing wrong with that um, either. You know, Petrak is another one um, that's up there. Yep. Nick Nat polled a few. Um, okay. He had some yeah. big games and some influential games. So, and he's, you know, oh, I think he'll he'll poll quite well as well. Yep. Um, yep. I don't know. There's danger could, but. Yeah, it's it's tough because when Geelong were winning, you know Hawkins would kick a bag at six. Mm. Like he's probably going to get you three votes. So Dangerfield might lose a few three votes yeah. here and there. Especially Duncan games. had a good year and Guthrie, like Guthrie or Pole, probably double figures yeah. as well. So yep. Yep. I think if you're going to go Brownlow votes team for like who gets the most for a team, I think you'd probably back in a Geelong or a, mm. or a Richmond to yeah. to, to total the to most take votes. That one out. So. Yeah. But yeah, we'll have to work out to do something yes, on definitely. a Sunday. Should be, so I said to you the other day, we should try and get like the code for the Zoom meeting and just jump in on it <laughs> with all the players. That'd be fun. But before we wrap things up, Gracie, we will talk a little bit of sort of off-season, off uh, off-field, off-season rumours. Jeremy Cameron is going to be one of the big stories coming out of here. Um, yep. He wants big bucks and GWS's wallet isn't, uh, isn't sort of where it needs to be to match that. Do you think there's a chance that... Collingwood's been linked. You've already said Geelong's yeah. been linked. Yeah, what are your I, thoughts? Yeah, I think um, he'll leave um, because if he if he hasn't signed yet, I, I think he's leaving. Like, mm. It's typical. Every every time we see it, that's what happens. I think the only time it didn't happen was Lockie Whitfield. Yeah, when he re-signed and, and Caniglio, I think the other was the other one. But um, I think he'll he'll leave. I think he'll come back to Victoria and yep. and quite honestly, Fitzy, I think. I think he'll be in Geelong colours next year. You reckon? Yeah. So how are they going to yeah. fit him and Higgins and Brad Crouch and I think, all these guys? I think uh, Higgins. Well, see, Higgins is in that age bracket where would he fall into the um, the veterans cap space that they have? They don't they have an. He's thirty two. I want to say. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually not sure. Yeah. Sort of sure that works. But then I guess the thing is, would that approach change if they won the grand final this year? I think they'll still get Cameron, maybe because Higgins will be their last target. I think. I think yeah. Crouch is their main one because then you go out and get Crouch, that allows Danger to play full time mm. forward next year, hundred percent. Um, you go get Jeremy Cameron, you can put Danger back in yeah. the midfield. Yeah. So I think Cameron's their number one target um, for mine, and then they'll go after Crouch. And but you, you will yep. see that. And I said to you before, I think like Quinton Narkle will probably get squeezed out. Um, Jordan Clark, apparently the WA clubs are, are keeping yeah, right. an eye on him. Yep. Um, like he could be, they could be forced to trade him to, to make some space. And then um, Charlie Constable, he is contracted, but he could be another one that, um, you know, it'll suck to see him go, but mm. Geelong's in that, in that f- like f- 
premiership window right now. And yeah, they've they got a couple to, of years. They have to go to. out and try their best to, to try and win a couple more flags. And, yep. you know, there's still plenty of other kids there that, that will step up. And, you know, they might do a Sydney and drop back. And, and Geelong have done it. They did it a f- few years ago where they dropped back to, I think, 10th or 11th for a year and and, and have come back. So, yep. yeah, you, you'll find that I think they'll have a couple more years, if, especially if they do get Cameron. But, yeah, there's um, – I think the, they asked Chris Scott after the game on the weekend about Cameron and he said um, that, you know, obviously other players respect that teams that are interested in them mm. are still in the finals and they'll wait. So yeah, that gives fair. me an idea that Geelong has definitely touched yeah. base and <laughs> yeah, that Cameron, Cameron's very interested. Yeah, so, I bet he probably um, would be. So, yeah, I think the two clubs is Geelong and Collingwood because, yep. you know, they're one, they can offer, I guess, probably the success and, and Collingwood can offer the money mm. as well. So, But I suppose he just needs to weigh up whether he wants... Well, yeah, like, because obviously yeah. Geelong's probably a bit closer than Collingwood to success. Yeah, fractionally, but yeah, but Collingwood yeah. probably going to pay him a bit more because he was wanting mm-hmm. seven hundred. Did, did the GWS give him an offer of about seven hundred, and, yeah, he, and he, he turned it down? So I mean, surely Geelong's not going to go much higher than probably five hundred, are mm. they? Like, unless I, they do a unless they do a buddy deal and, and yeah, back long, end long the contract term. because by the time he gets towards the end, Hawkins will be gone. Yeah, obviously yep. Gazel probably will be gone. Taylor is another one that will probably yep. retire this year. Um, you'll have, you know, Danger will be getting towards the end as well. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, Selwood will probably be gone. Yeah, So there's, there's going to be enough cap space probably towards the back end. Good point. Yeah, I'll give probably, him... probably yeah. loaded at the end. Give him a Patrick Mahomes, Mike yeah. Trout sort yeah. of contract, those sorts of numbers. Yeah. But he'd be a great fit at Geelong. And I think if Ben Brown is going to leave, and I'm still of the opinion that he's not, um, yeah. but I think Collingwood's probably a better fit for him lead yeah. out forward if they want to keep to go in the goal square that probably fits their yeah. mould a little bit better but um, yeah it's going to be an interesting pre-season I'm keen for a few player movements and we'll, we'll cover it as much yeah. as we can of course yeah. on Grey Wolf Colin footy would, if, if I was a, a you know, really big Benny man I'd go put some money on Carlton you reckon? To, With, to make top four next yeah, year. Yeah not, yeah, not flag, but top four. Yeah, okay. I think, you know, you're going to get Sard and Williams and yeah. um, there's going to be some other players that they'll chase, I think. Yeah, so. if, um, if Essendon actually give them a decent offer for Sard. <laughs> what was the last one they turned down? Was it McGrath or someone like that for Sard? I can't remember yeah, what it was yeah, now, some, but something like that, give me but, a break. It's like yeah. trading you for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks again for your time, Grace. Yeah, as always, like the best analysis in the game. One thing I said to you after we recorded last week is we should encourage people to jump onto iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast give us a rating give us a review help spread the word because I'm lucky enough to sit with the man who's got the best footy brain in the country you have been that way since you were nine years old so thanks for joining me on the socials if you want to chat or the the snapchat or the the, uh, tinder or find you yeah 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 yeah. no The ladies can have the Tinder. Ah, oh, fair enough. Yeah, if so, you want to talk footy, you know, I'm on the socials. Of course. Yeah, look us up and we're always happy to talk. We love talking footy, man. So let's go Richmond. Let's go Brisbane, although you're quietly yeah. going for Geelong, of course. It's yeah. going to be a great round of footy. Can't wait to see who makes the grand final. We'll be back next week. In some facet, we'll try and work out something out for the Brownlow, but keep it on the Facebook page and we'll be back soon. Yeah. See you later. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.